Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. So let's get at uh, this issue. I'm going to get back at the issue of food and food security and where we are with the supply chain and how how comfortable are we with that we that we have the food that we require in this country? Last week, Professor Sylvain Charlebois of Dalhousie University spoke of his concerns about food security for Canadians. And this week, the Canadian Federation of Independent Grocers expressed concern that because of rising labor um, issues and product shortages, Canadian food security may be under threat. Then there's the cross-border trucking mandate is also creating stress. Professor Silva Charlebois rejoins us, director of the Agri-Foods Analytics Laboratory and professor at Dalhousie University. Professor Charlebois, thank you very much for the time. You're becoming an indispensable participant on this program. <laughs> for the second week in a row, my pleasure, Roy. Nice we, to talk to you again. We, yeah, good to talk to you. We may have to make it three weeks in a row. We'll, have, we'll see what happens over the next few days. Let's talk about uh, the issue of food security first. Please, again, define what food security means to Canadians and where do we stand now as far as you're concerned and food security for all of us is also concerned. Oh, absolutely. So uh, it can be defined in many different ways, but the way I define it is very simply by looking at three uh, pillars. Uh, One is food safety, of course. If you uh, if you have food, it needs to be uh, as safe as possible. Uh, and so uh, Canada, uh, I would say, uh, has done very well uh, when it comes to food safety over the years. Uh, we've actually compared Canada with uh, many other nations, and, and Canada's performance is outstanding. Uh, the second pillar is food access. So you need to make sure that your population's do they have access to some food? So you have to look at the efficiency of, of distribution, uh, the point of service, uh, where products are sold, et cetera. Uh, you have to think about remote, uh, remotely located uh, regions. Of course, in Canada, we've, we've actually have seen uh, food access challenges, and I'm thinking particularly of the north. Uh, that's been a challenge for sure. And, uh, and of course, with Omicron and everything else going on, food access has been an issue for some parts of the country. Not all, but some parts of the country. We're already seeing empty shelves. So that's, that's a sign. And second, and lastly, uh, if you don't have food access or if food access is challenged, then you end up, uh, facing a food affordability problem. So the cost of food, inflation, and we spoke about that this week with uh, StatsCan numbers for December. For the first time in many years, uh, the food inflation rate right now, well, as of December, uh, was north of 5%. And so we don't expect that to uh, to decrease anytime soon. In fact, because of what's going on with with the, uh, with the with our food system, we actually believe it could reach uh, 7% by the time we're done with 2022 at the very least. So, I mean, that could drive some foods right out of the affordability range for many Canadians. Yes? Oh, oh absolutely. And uh, so, so thankfully for many of us, we can absorb that shock because uh, it is a bit of a shock. And of course, you can 
you can strategize around that. If you have a car, for example, you can go to different places, you can buy in bulk, you can do different things to save money. But for a lot of people, uh, with, with a high food inflation rate, you're, you're often left behind just because you, you just have to buy what you need for the next week, for the next few days. You only have access to one point of service for uh, for for food so you can't you can't really drive around you can go to different places you can only go to one location that really will penalize uh, households with uh, with less means we also you and I talked uh, in December about the dairy products becoming more expensive and this was before we started to talk about shortages because of the supply chain but uh, the dairy prices, uh, dairy foods were going to be more expensive by mid-February, and you told us that was going to extend into every sh- aisle in the grocery store. That's still on on the table, isn't it? As it were, no pun intended. Yeah, that, that's right. Actually, when you mentioned uh, uh, earlier that uh, we could talk again next week for the third week in a row, that actually may be the topic of discussion because the increase. So dairy farmers out there will actually be getting way more for their milk as of February 1st. Uh, and that's going to happen uh, in, in about a week and, and change. And so their increase is going to be 8.4%. If you buy milk to make cheese, if you buy milk to make yogurt or all the dairy products we find in the grocery store, your costs are going to go up significantly. And uh, some manufacturers have actually mentioned that uh, they're going to be charging 15% more. So we're, we're bracing for, for February. Uh, it, it's not going to be easy. Now, we, we never know for sure what may happen at a grocery store, but pressures are absolutely going to be real in the dairy sector across the board. How does this all factor into the, uh, into the equation, uh, Professor? We, we talked about the, uh, the, the vaccine mandate last weekend, but there have been these changes with the American uh, mandate coming into effect, and now the ATA saying half of the 28,000 may not drive into Canada anymore. I believe it. Uh, so if you add the two vaccine mandates together uh, last week and, and this week, um, we now have almost... Uh, based on some of our estimates, about 140,000 truckers who no longer qualify to cross the border, both ways. 140,000? So if you're an American, it's a lot of people, yeah. And uh, so if you're an American trucker or a trucking company uh, trying to service Canada, uh, to look for uh, someone to go uh, up north uh, in winter weather, uh, in the middle of January or February, uh, it, it has become more difficult. You have fewer options. And, and as, I, as I told you last week, my concern is that in, in America, you, companies have options. Truckers have options. They can go, service other states, uh, other markets, Mexico. Uh, in Canada, the, the $26 billion worth of food we buy every year most of it is on post is is fully processed, ready to sell. Where stakes are much higher on our side, and so what we're hearing right now to get truckers to service Canada, freight costs have basically doubled in the last ten days alone, uh, and that's likely due. Uh, we don't know for sure, of course, but that's likely due to vaccine mandates. Yeah, when we talk about uh, the amount of food 
that comes into this country from the United States, what, $21 billion an- annually in agri-food products from the United States. And as you say, while the U.S. imports raw ingredients from Canada, Canada imports fully produced, produced foods from the United States. So we put that on the table. And then there are also the labor issues, which the independent grocers are talking about. I would imagine all grocers are facing that. All of these factors come together. It, it starts to develop, and I don't want to scare people too much, but it starts to become the perfect storm, does it not? Absolutely. So, again, uh, I mean, we can't blame uh, what's happening. Uh, we can't blame vaccine mandates to, to what's happening right now. There are several, several factors, like the weather. Uh, Omicron, again, has slowed things way down. We, we've had recalls uh, across North America. I mean, those are the things that will impact um, the food system. Uh, but the policy-induced uh, policy-induced factors like the vaccine mandate uh, has added fuel to the fire. I mean, it, it's again, questioning the mandate itself is, is, is probably a conversation you may want to have with an expert, which I'm not in vaccines. But the timing of it from a, from our, from a food security perspective uh, was not great. I, I think we should have waited a little bit uh, to, to give a chance to the food industry to breathe a little bit uh, and, and go through the winter and, and safely uh, exit uh, Omicron's wrath and, and, yes, and then implement the mandate when we're ready. Yeah, Bloomberg News had a headline, uh, Trudeau playing a dangerous game with his trucker vaccine mandate, and that was a, a few weeks ago. It's all part of the bigger picture. Is it possible for us to have any sense, because this is going to be important to the people who are planning their, their budgets, trying to determine, you know, how much can we spend on on the essentials and the essentials including food. Is there a way to calculate with any degree of certitude or accuracy what we may be facing as far as food price increases are concerned over the next 11 months, let's say? Yeah, uh, absolutely. So if you go on the web and you search Canada's food price report, uh, you'll find uh, our, our report uh, we released in December. Uh, that was Dalhousie, the University of Guelph, the University of Saskatchewan, and the University of British Columbia. All four of us, we worked together on this report every year. It was our 12th edition. And uh, in December, we were expecting food prices to rise by as much as 7%. Yeah. Uh, for 2022, we still are very comfortable with that forecast for now. We're actually meeting this week to revisit the forecast, but my guess is that we're going to stick to the forecast. But at the end of the report, uh, no matter how uh, your household looks like, you can actually see how much it would cost you if you're, say, a middle-aged man, middle-aged woman, if you're a girl or a boy, uh, even if you're a pregnant woman or a, uh, a, a nursing woman. So we actually have had, uh, we've adopted a very granular approach to, uh, to food costs. So you can actually go in, consult that, that, that report and really see how much it could cost you over the next four months. So the Canada Food Price Report. That is correct, yep. Well, we'll Canada say- Food Price Report 2022. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. 
And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.